This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Blackberry is over. No kidding, but we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. Uh, Post Show Recaps Theater, actually. My name is Grace, but of course I'm not alone. Just let me BBM Messenger, my co-host, to see if he's in. I'm just going to ping him. Hey there, Ariel. It's me, Margaret. Uh, yes, it's me, <laughs> Ariel. Do you? How, who gave you my BBM code? Because I don't know if you remember, for you kids yeah. out there, yeah. The BBM pin that you had, which was the thing that you had to have before you communicated with another person, was like an alphanumeric, like six yeah. to seven digit code that was unique yeah. to every person. Ooh, let me just give you, I'm A4BQT78. B, I'm BBCAN67. That's weird. Mine is LGBTQ+. Plus. That's weird. <laughs> I am plus plus. Um, our, the new streaming service. In um, I would love a streaming service called LGBTQ plus. Uh, in 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 our in our podcast, who's the Jim Basili and who's the Mike uh, Lazarus? Who who? Which one is? Oh God! Who's the I geeky tech I'm, bro and who's the big business? Who's big business in our? Well, I don't know about big business, but I just know I'm I'm probably the one that yells more. So you are always trying to buy a hockey team. Like all, like every time I'm on the phone, you're like trying to buy the Ottawa Senators. I'm Always to get this. consulting you, Grace, as the Canadian. I'm like, yeah. do does this? Do I need to know this team? Do, <laughs> do I care about this team? Because can I know, move them knows, to Hamilton? Can I? Do, can I do that? Better than Canadian. Can I move no. them from Ontario? No, that's a misspeak. No, from Toronto to yeah. Montreal. I'm sure that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah move the toronto maple leafs out of toronto um yeah. yeah we're talking blackberry a very canadian movie ariel mostly centered on the mm -hmm. town of waterloo ontario canada which we'll get into but um i kind of gave this movie some shade last week i think we were talking Ooh. about like i don't know what we're gonna do last i don't know what we're gonna do next week like i don't know there's mm -hmm. nothing really and do you know what to be honest i knew blackberry was getting some buzz and attention but i kind of thought that that was just a canadian thing it is is like a fully oh. canadian movie made by canadian like a big this is how it works in canada you need like seven canadian companies to be like yeah well we could try to make a movie yeah. <laughs> like cbc and like all this you know the government of ontario uh -huh. probably so like um i just thought it was like canadian buzz and that americans wouldn't be interested but then you were like i think maybe we need to cover blackberry uh because not only is it getting buzz it also is pretty good it was getting good reviews it, it yeah. was like barely on my radar black, i'll be honest like, like i saw barely. it pop up is that black barely. Black barely. <laughs> hold on i'm getting a buzz on my blackberry oh hold on oh wait no hold on that's that's just my uh -huh. vape pen um the uh <laughs> I, and i saw it honestly i saw it pop up on like one of my movie um movie ticket buying apps 
Yeah. Like, oh, that's coming out. So, oh, I guess they're showing it at this theater. And it was the mm -hmm. kind of movie that I didn't think they would be showing at certain theaters. I thought I was going to have to trek out. to get to this movie. But no. yeah. And, I, and I, I asked you, yes, I remember this now. I asked you, like, are you going to are they showing that near you? Like, but yeah, they're showing it everywhere in Canada. Canada. And that's when I found out that yeah. it was actually made in movie. Yeah. So, in fact, every theater in Canada is required. Yeah, to show right. it according to Grace, who makes all the rules about movies in Canada. I was explaining. Um, I was in. You were in Toronto last week with uh, with uh, lots of RHB. What a whirlwind! And I was explaining to people about CanCon. I don't know if people know about CanCon, but the Canadian government we're so overshadowed by the American entertainment industry. Um, like honestly, like oh, we watch yeah. all all American shows, right? Like uh, yeah, there's not really a lot of people and are so, <laughs> Yeah. And so there's a few uh rules and regulations. Actually there's some legislation happening right now, which I think is actually kind of interesting. But that um radio and 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 network TV have to air a certain percentage of Canadian made content. Um the radio has to be like something like 30 or 40 percent so it's very funny i remember talking to Lindsay wilson about this we're like we'll be sometimes we'll be like yeah that this hit song you guys have never heard it and it's only because like it was a hit in canada because we were required to listen to canadian music so yeah anyway so i don't know if this is can con How this is can con is. but no i don't know can con do people call it cc or does that get confusing with no, email oh i'm We've sorry if you don't know what email is in canada we don't have email <laughs> CanCon is already short for Canadian content. We don't need to shorten it again. You know, we need to CC someone else on this email and see if we oh, can get a better Trudeau, Justin Trudeau. I'll, I'll mess. Let's I'll BBM him. That yeah. ish yeah. true though. Um, anyway, but yeah, this BlackBerry. Movie. You did you did you like it? Did you like this? Movie? I no spoilers. Really, yet. really enjoyed it. I, but can I can I keep this like pregnant pause going for longer? Yes. I super enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I had seen some buzz. Obviously, they were showing in a couple of theaters that I was surprised about, like I said. And then I saw some really positive articles. And then I think it was Vulture had a sub headline, like, needs Best to be seen of, to be believed. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm about yeah. to see it then because I yeah. would like to believe. And, you know, there is that interesting thing just from the outside. There's a... Uh, Glenn Franklin Glenn Howerton, Howerton III yeah. is his yeah. full name, apparently, wow. uh, who has hair, but in this movie has yeah. like a donut. I don't know what you would call that, where it's like bald on top, but just on the sides. Yeah. Sideburns. Um, and uh, Jay Baruchel, Baruchel, Baruchel who is come on, Canadian. Canadian hero. Yes. Um, two people who like you've seen, if you don't know them by name, you probably had my reaction of like, oh, I've seen these people before. I don't know their names, but I have positive associations with their acting abilities. But can they keep a movie going? And the answer is yes. Not a company, not a cell phone company, I guess. Spoiler yeah, alert. They can't but, do that. But uh, a movie, absolutely. It was so much fun. I would say you've probably seen you, the royal you, have probably seen this movie before in the sense of like oh, yeah. the structure of it and kind of the the genre. You know, it's like a high stakes uh you know can they can this company get off the ground there's like come it, it all takes place in first in like the late 90s and then into yeah, mid to late 90s yeah to like the the um like early thousands when blackberry was at its peak the early and on. yeah it was it was so much fun like what i loved about it was it has so much momentum from the beginning and it has amazing characters. I would love to call out. Where is he? Is it Dougie Douglas? Yes. Doug is played Matt, by Matt Johnson, who directed Matt the movie. Johnson, 
who directed the movie I just found out live on the pod is both the director and yeah. half of the screenplay yeah. writing. And no wonder, because he, arguably he's like, if not the heart of the movie, one of the hearts of the movie, I would say that his character, Matt Johnson's character, Doug and uh, Glenn Howerton's character are the two characters that were most important and were most entertaining and kind of gave the movie a lot of its energy. And it was such a blast. Like it's two hours long and you know me, you know us, I should say. Listeners know we're like, give me a tight 90 or don't make me go to the movies ever. People who love worried. movies but also want movies to be shorter. <laughs> make Less them TV movies. Shows. Yeah. Two hours. And it flew by for me. I was like, this is great. That's a great sign of anything. Um, can I have a hot take that I really didn't like the duck character? I really didn't like the duck character at all. Wow. I mean, I thought he, the performance I tried to make was a duck good said that. and interesting. Wow. But I didn't I didn't I didn't like him. I actually I'll get into it in the spoiler section. Confirmed. Yeah, I mean that's true. Um no, I, I, I mean, the thing that's so fun, I think probably for you and I who like I when I got my first full time job, they like handed me a BlackBerry and we're like, mm -hmm. here you go. And this was already pretty much like BlackBerry was out. Probably. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't have a storm, which comes up at the end of the movie in terms of the thing that really like sinks their their market share in terms of um in terms of phones but i got a blackberry blackberries were the hot button it was you know they they i think there's a stat that is they had more market share at the time than apple has ever had of of the market share which mm. is fascinating to me and and it's such a short window it is basically like 2000 ish to like to like 2008 eight i think is like the last part yeah, of the movie eight. yeah there were two highs as far as the stock there was two where they have 2008 yeah yeah and it's like you know that's really it and it will be a thing that in like you know 50 years people very few people will like remember the blackberry you know um mm -hmm. but it was it was huge and it basically creates the smartphone and and then you know uh Apple goes and makes the, the the iPhone based off of basically what the BlackBerry can do. It's the first device that's able to basically incorporate phone, email, and and then and I think texting. like and texting, um, which is just wild to think that we didn't have. Now literally everything is on my phone, like a calculator, you know, account, like like everything right. is on our phone, and then every app. Uh, but BlackBerry, calculator? yeah, but black black <laughs> an abacus, um, <laughs> but um. <laughs> But but BlackBerry like dominated the point of there was a huge controversy about Barack Obama that he wanted to keep his BlackBerry and they weren't sure it was safe enough. And BlackBerry ultimately was able to prove that they were, you know, there's a whole plot in the movie about how uh, how safe um, uh, the text messaging and encrypted uh, nature. It's a it's a big breakthrough as well. Yeah, the um, servers work and communication with each other, all that. Yeah. So, but uh, Barack Obama like had to like fight to keep his. He wanted to keep his BlackBerry. He um, fought people. He punched people yeah. in the face. And one thing I don't. One thing I don't know that the, the movie definitely does like everybody wants a BlackBerry really well. The one thing I think is really interesting. Um, I would recommend there's um a podcast I listen to called Canada Land, which I think proves I don't hate Canadians. Um, which I like, and it's a media sort of criticism podcast. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. They did an episode on BlackBerry because the BlackBerry movie was coming out. And one cool. of the things they talked about was like, not only did BlackBerry just like become insanely popular, but it also changed like work culture. Like you could be working all the time like you go home mm -hmm. on the like previously you would go home it was on the, the ease 
the ease yeah. of working in the palm You're, of your okay. hand. Yeah. You can always respond to email to the point where there's actually legislation in many countries now that's actually trying to like roll back this cultural shift of like working all the time. Like I think it's one of the Nordic countries. Um, I was going to say, it sounds law. very, it sounds very Nordic. It's illegal to, to message your employees after their, their, their like, you know, standardized work hours. So wow. we're actually trying to like claw back, but yeah, like I'm on vacation this week and I'm getting all my emails. And so like, I'm seeing them, I'm trying not to respond to them, but it's really hard. Like I could like probably turn off my notification settings for the week, but like, it's really hard. So I think the way that BlackBerry basically started that is I think the movie doesn't really explore but it's really fascinating but I, I really enjoyed this movie I think it's worth checking out I mean if you can get to it in the theater it, it's not a super theater movie I think in terms of like do you have to see it in the movie theater probably not you could probably yeah. watch it but I mean I love going to see a movie in the theater and if you do as well I think this is a good movie so go check it out if you like movies about smartphones here <laughs> If you don't like movies about dumb phones and you only want to see intelligent people and That's intelligent right. phones, then for sure this is the movie for you. I would agree with that last point. I think for sure it's a fun movie. It feel it has like the it has the makings or at least like some of the ingredients of what is kind of a heist movie just as far as like yeah. some of the notes that it hits. They're trying to like make sure that the technology can keep up with the demand. So there is this like tension. Yeah, I guess that part of it is the heist. Yeah, that's the heist is like, can we get away with it? Like just going changing the rules or at least changing the way the devices have been used in the past. There are a lot of scenes with like, yeah, you know, Verizon boardrooms and things like that. But the um, tech breakout scenes are, I think, really fun. They're really good when like they could like they're so smart that they like figure because like I was as I was watching it, I was thinking there's moments in this movie where you're like, it's just wild to think that like that person in the room came up with something that has literally never been done. Like just like yeah. something that's never been done before, you know, the, the iPhone or the the email text and uh, email text and text message. No, yeah. email, text message and phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's the All third thing? All in well, one there, was, and it was like mo- a thing that had yeah. been like tried yeah. before, but they couldn't figure yeah. it out. And that's part of what like BlackBerry is able to figure out the way to kind of like splinter the network in this way. But I have to just say very quickly before I forget, because I, I honestly will not forgive myself if I don't say this. It reminded me so much this movie of Halt and Catch Fire, which is one of my oh. all time favorite shows. It takes place in the eight, like late 80s, you know, kind of into the 90s. Similarly, some of the, like these music montage beats of like people in the room trying to solve tech problems i'm like oh my god is this like a lost season of halt and catch fire it was mm. working so well for me the character dynamics all that stuff i mean that might be probably pace kind of like huh? you know uh, bled into that maybe in my brain but um for the for the dozens of you out there who might have seen that show and enjoyed that show uh this might be something you enjoy as well you know what i th- I, I think this movie is um uh mad men meets the office meets silicon valley that's my Ooh. that's my that's my like i'm gonna blend them all together yeah um, which in the, the end movie. yeah i mean in the very beginning they were trying to market halt and catch fire because it was also an amc show as, as like, mad men mad men in silicon valley and it wasn't quite that although it grew to a little bit more between like mad men and breaking bad if i'm being honest but anyway yeah. i no i have one that. big nitpick about the movie but i I don't want to point it out in the spoiler free section because I feel like it Ooh. really bugged me. It's a thing that I say a lot about how I don't notice mm-hmm. like the quality or like, Ooh. do I care if it's an IMAX or not? Like, honestly, mm-hmm. 
not really. And I don't want my, like, I'm worried that my brain will break one where I'll like, see it like an eye right, spy, right. you know, like the eyes when you like see it, but the reverse is like, I won't be excited to see it. I'll be disappointed. Cause now I'll always have to go to IMAX and there's not an IMAX near me. Oh no! So I'm, I won't point it out yet, but I am definitely going to complain about it in the, in the, in the back half. So should Sounds we do like it we now? Spoilers. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I said this. Make sure you're subscribed before you leave. Postrecaps.com slash movies. <laughs> Well, if you didn't watch it, you know, if you, we're going to spoil it. So, True. yeah. Well, what was Post the website? Com slash movie. Postrecaps.com slash movies. Make okay, sure you're subscribed great. to everything we are doing. Okay, let's spell the PSRT. Okay, so it's a, you know, dramedy comma. Um, Jay Baruchel plays Mike Lazaridis. I don't know if I'm exactly saying that right. So I'm going to call him Mike moving forward. Lazaridis, but yeah. Lazaridis. He founded Research in Motion, aka RIM, with Doug Fran, played by Matt Johnson. And after an unsuccessful pitch of their pocket link, which is a device that will combine email, to phone, and and not text yet. I don't. I don't think. I feel like it's like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, to Jim Valsili, who's played by Glenn Howerton, Jim offers to buy into the company, eventually investing one hundred twenty-five dollars, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, one hundred twenty-five bucks, one hundred twenty-five Canadian dollars. Yeah. Um, by reinvesting his mortgage for a stake in the company, um, BlackBerry does, with the help of Jim's successful like sales pitch, like. Mike and Doug are the tech people and Jim is the salesman. They revolutionize phones and essentially create the smartphone, incorporating email, text messaging, and phone into their devices. However, to make this work, Jim needs to start luring away the biggest engineers in North America from Google and all these other big tech companies to come to work in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. But he does this by backdating stock options. So essentially saying, I, you can buy the stock when they were for like a dollar rather than as it's grown now, which would be more expensive. We'll give you this stock at this price. So essentially he, he lures all these people for an absorbent amount of money, which is illegal. Um, I didn't know war, that. I've done yeah. that a bunch. So like, oh, I was freaking got ya. Oh. This was a trap. I'm an FBI. <laughs> I'm working for the SEC. It's like jury duty. Everybody in the That's movie, right. everybody right. in the crowd. Josh isn't real. With. We've been, it's they been were years. All, it's all Down the, Josh doesn't even like lost. Down the hat. He hates lot. This is just to get you on uh, backdating stock options. The SEC never been more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. A, I think we lost a lot of money on this operation. Um, so the worry is that the ever increasing popularity of BlackBerry will overload wireless carrier system. There's a whole scene in the movie where Mike showcases this guy, another company, and like we've been trying to build this, but like it's not working. And Mike is like, "Did you just try to put it on the regular like phone line?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Nope, wrong. Like you have to put it in a server in Waterloo, and it like uses way less of like the carrier." data to be able to work but the more smartphones that people want to use um they're going to overload the system and they'll have outages and then people won't want to use blackberry and so jim is pushing to like build this huge company and basically being like you have to figure out the tech i'm going to just keep selling sell, blackberry sell sell sell, sell, sell 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 they do this thing where like they convince they sell the they tell the marketing people like your male models now so they're going to play like tennis but they're like constantly on their blackberry yeah. which like yeah, is was a thing in terms of the talking about like it was I don't feel like it was so much like, ooh, that guy's so caught that he has a but it was like 
be on your blackberry all the time like yeah create that's demand, what it became you know? that's what the culture yeah. became for sure for those yeah. kinds of people in those industries absolutely yeah and so while mike and doug are pretty worried about this jim and eventually pushes ahead but ultimately the sec sort of comes knocking on their door and mike takes a deal to sort of sell out jim and say that it was jim's idea jim's many attempts to buy an nhl team all fall through um, and in order to meet the demand of the new Blackberries, uh, Rim outsources production to China, which Mike has always said. There's a there's a piece at the beginning of the movie where um, Mike wants, uh, sorry, Jim wants a prototype of the phone to go around and pitch. He's like, and it doesn't even need to work. Mm -hmm. And Mike is very proud of the fact that like he wants everything to work perfectly. And there's a whole bit where there's a little intercom speaker that Jim has in his office, but it buzzes all the yeah, time. There's this little right. buzz. It's because it's made in China. And so Mike obsesses over like, you need to put care into the product to make it mm -hmm. work. That's it's just as important as like it being popular is that the thing works. So eventually because they have so much demand, they end up outsourcing to China and this like batch of Blackberry storms um, don't work. They pretty much all get returned and eventually sinks BlackBerry's market share. Um, and they essentially are not a phone company anymore. In a like epilogue, we get like, we learned that Doug cashes out at a stock at the highest level of the stock, which is and wild in 2007. Mike, I think is the head, the co-CEO of, of RIM until about 2012. Jim yeah. leaves, um, uh, but he does not get arrested and he doesn't hold jail time because part of the text messaging of BlackBerry was that they were all encrypted. And even yes. BlackBerry couldn't read your text messages. Uh -huh. um, and so all of the messages that he sent about backdating options, there are some obviously paperwork that got signed, but all the messages are encrypted by BlackBerry and he never serves jail time. And I think continues to be a businessman to and be successful. himself yeah so, to make a lot of money yeah um, so the rise and fall of blackberry ariel that's basically the movie you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Did I miss what? any details? Just all of my nostalgic memories and thoughts yeah. that I had watching the movie. I mean, there's a storyline with Doug, you know, him being like the number two. And basically for Mike, who was like really the creator of the thing to have to. It was like Doug and uh, Glenn and, Howerton's character. Yeah. 
uh, were like the devil and angel. And they're like pulling. Yeah. And they're like pulling him in these two different directions. And ultimately, we literally see Mike have what I called the like Julian Assange like haircut. Like his hair has changed color. Now he's wearing a suit. Like we see him transform through all these time jumps by the end of the movie. And now he's become like this what he would call at the beginning of the movie probably this evil like corporate chill and he's fixing and he's standing there trying to fix all the storms i had forgotten all about the blackberry storm now i had switched over to iphone i remember i had the blackberry bold which was the one with the trackpad so when they were like we have a trackpad i was like oh my god it's the one i had uh and i had that for a while and it was all great and then there was this thing that started happening as we saw in the movie where the network started to go down and i think the second time it happened the the iPhone 4 had just come out or maybe it was the 4S because I was on I was in between for a long time like in between Blackberries and or excuse me in between iPhones once I switched to iPhone I was kind of like in between those for a while uh like the on the S's as opposed to like the 4 or the 5 or what it doesn't matter but I just remember it went and I was like I was at work I put down my Blackberry it wasn't working cuz the thing had the network had got down and again and we saw it on the news and I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to get an iPhone because an iPhone is reliable. And, you know, it was cooler at that point. By that time, it was we were already on the four. So some of the things I didn't like about the original iPhone, about either the way it looked or the way like the texting appeared, had been kind of fixed a little bit. So I was able to make the transition. And now I felt to find out like from the outside, right? Like we were seeing all these outages and we're like, oh, it's just, you know, we're assuming it's either a mistake or maybe like some kind of um, digital blackout or something. I don't know. But to find out that, in fact, it was because of the way the company was run and that like all the insanity that was going on going on behind the scenes. Now, obviously, this is dramatization, but like I have to believe that a lot of these things that they're showing are real and um the most interesting thing i found out afterwards was like they actually had a really really high market share in like the rest of the world in the non-us market and like some african and like indonesian markets whatever and you know that was news to me like they were actually a big company in the rest of the world for like a little while before it seems like now they're more software so yeah, that was my journey of like switching from BlackBerry to iPhone. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I yeah I got a black. I had a BlackBerry when I uh, not my first phone. I definitely had like a Razor. I think the first smartphone I had though was a BlackBerry, and then I got one for work. So yeah, I mean it was. I actually really liked BlackBerry. I really hate that they you know there's a, the the podcast i was talking about candleland talks a lot about the thing so there's this thing in the movie at the end of the movie where um uh, jim calls um somebody to try and he's trying to make a deal about blackberry phones trying to get like to you know buy my uh, buy this many phones for zero dollars give them away for free you have to sell them before the iphone comes out essentially get people stuck into having a blackberry um and they won't want to they want to have it before that new iphone comes out and he right. says, the thing about minutes is there's only one minute in a minute. And the thing that mm -hmm. the app, the first, the first iPhones were actually not good. They broke, the systems actually broke a lot, which is interesting that the movie does depict Blackberry. Like that's the thing that they're most concerned about is like crashing the system. But iPhone just tried to jam so much into their phone that 
the idea wasn't that people would sit with their iPhone and say, oh my God, I hate this thing. It was that they would be mad at the carriers for yeah. not um, for not being able to deliver what their phone was supposed to do. And so right. what, um, what iPhone essentially did was change how um, phone companies so, so the fact that we now buy you in your packages, you buy data is a, right, is a thing that is yeah. as opposed to minutes is, is the iPhones doing it, it essentially mm -hmm. used data. The idea there's only one minute in a minute, but there is, you could have unlimited data. And so they would sell you data and then a data package and then everything yeah. over you'd get charged for, and you'd be so addicted to your phone that we knew that people were addicted to their phones, that right. people would do that. Um, and so the, the way that Apple just came in like a bulldozer and just destroyed the market versus uh, BlackBerry definitely did for a while, like revolutionize the phone industry. They also were a little bit, and maybe this is like, you know, the movie doesn't really get into this, but like we are like, can like nice Canadians who don't want to like super disrupt. There was a little bit of like BlackBerry stopped being as much of a disruptor as I, as Apple was willing to be, which I think ultimately causes a bit of their um, downfall in the end mm -hmm. and why iPhone um, became popular. And then the other thing too, is like BlackBerry probably would hold a market share if Android, if Google didn't come out and say, Hey, we're, we want to be, uh, we're, we're going to be in the market as well. And I can't remember the exact thing, but there's something about the way the thing that Google was able to offer was, uh, the Google play store. There's a thing there about like your apps, like we won't even take any of the cut. You can just be on the, you know, there's a whole thing there. Yeah, the way they run disrupts... their, their app store that Apple is much more like stringent about. So BlackBerry got caught up in this, um, in, in the SEC stuff, which ultimately doesn't really impact them, but then also just are not willing to like, kind of like disrupt and meet the needs of people as much. And you look at some of the, like, you know, you look at the, I, um, the I, iPods and, 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 and uh, iPads and all these things. And BlackBerry kind of tried to start to follow suit, but they were like, like, um, Mike was really hung up on the wheel. They tried um, to pivot. Yeah. The, and the, the he, wheel he pivoted thing, way too like late the trackpad and track then he pad. wanted to like create the full screen version on like a whim because he could i mean i i would i meant to look this up but i would assume that like this part is probably somewhat accurate that he maybe it's a dramatization but it doesn't matter but like in the, in the movie he he comes up with this plan of having like a full screen blackberry in a meeting when he's losing the interest of like yeah. the board i believe it's a verizon and it's like it kind of makes sense because of how crappy it was. I remember using at that point, I already switched to iPhone, but I remember using someone's storm and being like, I don't understand this because the idea, even when he's trying to explain it to his tech people, it's like, it's a touch screen with a keyboard on a keyboard because the right. entire, the entire yeah. screen was supposed to click. And that was like what made yeah. it different. Like people would miss like the tactical nature of the thing. I will say, yeah. he I was remember wrong. I he, was wrong. He, was wrong. he was clearly wrong. He was wrong. I, well, he was wrong in that he ultimately, he was right because he knew at the beginning of the movie that he shouldn't have like outsourced the making of the thing. Right. That's but true. He was wrong in trying to now like make it happen because he was desperate. Right. Um, the interesting thing for me was when iPhone first came out, I hated the touchscreen keypad. It just like, yeah, me too. It, was, it didn't feel intuitive. And I just didn't like, I mean, now, of course, whatever. We never look back after the moment calls. in the movie where he tells the person like, no, no, use your thumbs. And I'm like, oh yeah, that is the Blackberry way. My thumbs. Wow. Yeah. Thumbs. And then like, thumbs. I remember the original, the, the original Blackberry, the Blackberry that 
I like the versions that had come up way before I got in the game in the Blackberry game. They had like the wheel on the side, like the Blackberry yeah. wheel in the middle came later. It was kind of like an innovation, but like the idea yeah. that like the keyboard was on the, the front, prototype, he has it. The wheel on were, the side. Yeah. People are like, yeah. uh, you know, moving emails up and down. And the idea that that in and of itself would be innovative is crazy to me. Like, wow. Well, it's how you, on the side? But it's how you scroll through the idea that through you would email, like swipe. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. it like that? Like, I mean, again, the fact that like you these are things yet. that people you didn't swipe yet. You had to like you had to be on the thing and then click the button that it wasn't. We haven't so you, yet swiped yeah. right that's on right. swiping. That's huh? right. So that's, that's right. What I'm <laughs> um, no, I th and then so okay, so I just quickly want to talk about Doug. I do think the thing for me about yes, Doug you hated, yeah, was that I felt like he. I felt like he was almost just as. I feel like he was more morally in line with Mike. And like the reason why he's like, there's a scene in the movie when Jim, the first day Jim comes into the office and is like, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to do all this stuff and like make a prototype and whatever. And Doug's being like, no, no. Uh, you know, I, I, I felt like Doug was sometimes arguably just as like manipulative of Mike as, as Jim was. It's just that Ooh. Doug has a demeanor that mm. is not as intimidating as right. opposed to Jim, who is this angry yelly man, but like Doug was, would also Ooh, be yelling yeah. and like would often be talking over Mike. And that like could be years of their relationship, relationship. and friendship and that he knows that Mike wants to say no, but it does seem like at times like Mike is the one who's like, no, we got to take this deal. You know, we need a, you know, they're talking about the shark circling and he's like, yeah, but you know what? Sharks are afraid of, or you know what? Uh, you know what? What, what is the uh, line? Shark, jets are Pirates afraid are afraid of, of sharks. sharks. Yeah, he's right. a shark. He's like, you know what? Uh, yes. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Pirate. Yes. Yes. They're pirates because they're coming for the whatever and pirates are afraid of sharks. But maybe. he's a shark. And that's used to be like, he's a shark. And he's like, yeah, but like, mm -hmm. you know, who's afraid of sharks is pirates. That's the line. Virginia Wolf. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Wolf. So I, I didn't love Doug. I didn't, I didn't think Doug, and, and I get that there's like a culture of like coding and I, you know, and that they would have these like movie nights and whatever. But I mm -hmm. often thought that like, I don't know. It felt a little, I, I didn't love Doug. The other thing I didn't love about the movie was the way it was shot for most of the movie. And it was really the, the, I don't mind like a shaky cam style thing. I've seen it be very successful and like almost the like mockumentary, but not a mockumentary. The idea is like someone's filming this and we're getting like an inside view. What I really didn't like was how detached it often was. So it wasn't a shaky cam in the boardroom. It would be like through the window. Like we're almost like across the office and then watching it. And the I get there. That yeah. It's a stylistic choice of like, we're, we're like we're a fly on the wall, but like we wouldn't be the fly on the wall. We're actually like sitting at the desk in the office, like watching an, a, a, a business meeting happen. But I found it really jarring and I didn't think it was like a effective as a as a choice of, of like being an outsider of watching this happen. But like being a really real outsider of like you're outside, you don't even get to be in the boardroom while it happens. And so I appreciate it as a choice, but I just mm -hmm. didn't think it worked from me it, like it, i i didn't find it like um i it, what i didn't find it as thought-provoking as i found it jarring to watch mm -hmm. i guess is my critique of the cinematography of the movie 
Yeah, there was a point uh, earlier in the movie when it's, I think it's an early conversation between characters between Mike's uh, between uh, Mike and uh, Jim and the wow now i'm looking up what these people look like in real life that's crazy yeah they're like close uh, but not perfect doug not, doesn't look like doug Jay. doug doesn't look like doug doesn't look like doug at all yeah like i, I look up, i'm looking at like mike lazaridis he's like a yeah the hair they got the he, hair right for how he looked in real life but this yeah james silly wow he's okay uh that's a monster um the the glare thing it was definitely my thing between uh mike and jim where i noticed and at first before i realized what was happening i was like what is what am i looking at i thought my screen was something was wrong with like the movie screen at the theater i was at yeah and then i realized oh it's the glare because the camera's on the outside because we are on the outside looking in as an audience and then thankfully i was able to turn that part off of my brain but maybe this is the thing that like you can't not see you know you can't see the the high frame rates you can't see the, the whatever this yeah. is maybe this is the one thing that you are not immune to i uh, yeah it just didn't work for me player. again i can appreciate matt johnson's choice to like to do it as being his sort own of like, movie well selfishly I, yeah well i felt like it was i think the idea is like mockumentary that it feels maybe a little bit more real to an extent to have like everybody a bit removed from what's happening in the shaky cam like yeah if there had been just a camera here like of course we wouldn't have been in the room or like outside and so it feels yeah that's why i said the office is my like one comp um because that's a little bit the way i feel i just think it i i felt it was distracting more than it offers um mm-hmm. a real you know th- you know it added to the themes of the movie but that's i still really liked it so no problem yeah. Yeah. I guess my two things I didn't like were and reflections of were Matt Johnson's character in the movie and the cinematography choice that he made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess as I'm sitting here thinking about it, for sure, Matt Johnson's character, Doug, reminded me of Mackenzie Davis's character in Halt and Catch Fire, if I'm being completely honest with myself, of like, we're fighting. Like kind of just fighting the similarity is fighting for the culture and the soul of the thing, not just the thing that they created, but the place that they have created and the place that they have created together being important to how the company runs and therefore how the product is made and manufactured and all that stuff. So I think I liked having him there as because my, you know, Mike's character for the most part until the very end or until I don't know, the last third, I would say, is pretty ineffectual. It's mostly Jim fighting him to get stuff he wants. Mike sometimes says no, sometimes kind of pivots or just doesn't really say anything. And by the end of the movie, he's not even talking to Doug about it. When Doug comes to him, he'd be like, why are we doing this thing? And he's kind of like, go talk to so-and-so about it, who has now been put in as like an as like a go-between. Yeah, there's that guy. Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah, he was played by that other actor who we always know. And it's, it's yeah. just the, this movie is like a who's who of who's that. In, in, I know, there's a, a lot. Way, there's a, a guy way. from Mad Men in there. Yes, Rich Sommer, him I do know because, mm-hmm. you know, Mad Men. Um, so he's great at being the guy who, you know, takes the, I, at least as far as the movie presents it, the first guy who takes that like back optioning, back dating of like stock options that the FCC, SEC gets yeah. them for. 
So there's a funny know, one with um, Sung Won Chiu, uh, Cho who plays the, uh, the second guy when they uh-huh. have this conversation. They're like, I don't know if I should say how much you're making. He's like, I'm making $10 million. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It's, 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 this is, this is wild, like, right? That they're paying this, us this much money. Sh- yes. It's completely wild that they were like burning through money just to hire these people to get these products doing something that people would want so that then they could sell it. But meanwhile, it's kind of all the way Jim is running the company. No, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And he's like selling the promise of the thing and actual units of the thing before the thing is even done. And there's a scene where he's like, Mike is like, don't sell any more blackberries. And Jim goes and sells like 500,000 blackberries, you know, Um, he he tells his sales team, like he, they need to sell a million by so and so, or he's going to fire them all. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did like I did like the tension of the movie, the like actual plot of the movie, the points that they picked, like they run through basically uh, 10, 12 years over the course of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I thought all of that worked really well. I do think to the point of like Mike is ineffectual. I do think he was conflicted with this idea. There's a, the moment when he says, I'm I'm only going to build the perfect prototype. Right. And then they spend all night making the perfect prototype, which is supposed right. to take a year. Like, but for the most part, he holds true to specific principles he has yeah. until yeah, he absolutely can't, right? Like until he needs to outsource the manufacturing to to China. Right. And then he goes down to the basement and tries to fix each individual. That's like the last shot of the movie is yeah. him like trying to fix each individual humming that's in yeah. the phone. Um I feel like that's, you know, I'm I'm somebody who like I work like a, a nine to five and I feel like I feel like I have you know, principles, but I, you know, if I don't compromise on stuff, then like, you know, it's, I'm not being an effective, you know, worker at my, at my, my organization. Mm -hmm. So, but like I real, but then if you can stay true to your like super core principles, like to me, that's the most important. I kind of feel like that's, I really liked Mike Lazarus and and, you know, Jay Baruchel in the performance. Um, Yeah. The performance. I agree. I, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, Just as far as characters, I thought the, the Doug and the, the uh gym uh were yeah. the were the most effective for me and just the idea that the movie is as effective and entertaining as it is even if you know what's going to happen like there is yeah. an element of like you're finding out and i was talking about this before when i was switching from like my blackberry to iphone thing when everything was going down and we knew the networks were going down and everything we saw on the news but like the idea of the reveal here of what is actually going on and that they could craft this story. You know, it's like anytime they make a biopic or historical something, it's like, okay, how can we make this entertaining while still sticking to true history and have people engaged? And it's pretty impressive how efficient it is. Yeah. They leave stuff out, but I think for the most part, they get the important pieces, right. About why Blackberry failed. So I I thought it, I thought it was really good. Also F the guy from Palm pilot F that guy, that guy sucks. Yeah, Carrie, um, I believe it's played by Carrie Always. Yeah, yeah Yankowski. Uh, Yankowski, that's right. Sorry if your they, name is Yankowski, but what they <laughs> All Yankowskis yeah. out there. Yeah. I wave my fist at you. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so many, so many like little roles, little, there are no small roles. So many shorter, more contained roles for some of these bigger actors a lot of fun and it seemed like they were all having fun and you know grace i love when i can tell that people are having fun i'm always having fun yeah agreed well i had fun on this this podcast with you this was fun chatting through blackberry wow. i think that's yeah i, think I just that's sent blackberry. an email to you i don't know if you oh. got it 
uh i hope it's encrypted um <laughs> all right we uh era what else you got going on what else you talking about what else you doing i am covering dark with you and yep. our friend dm philly the netflix yep. show that we love so yep. much we're about yep. to be in the last season and yep. i'm devastated also covering uh, movies around here with you as always every week and covering Grey's Anatomy with Chappelle once a month. Very fun. So that's as unhinged as it sounds. I'm on Twitter at that other Ariel. Um, I'm covering Succession doing the immediate uh, recap. You can watch on YouTube dot com slash post show recaps uh with jess and josh and then i do the deep vibes with dr amanda and guests along the way do the immediate buzz early buzz pod with jess sterling for yellow jackets and yeah dark as well next week ariel it's a big one it's a big one we're about to get into block i feel like this is the, i mean guardians what? was a blockbuster but another blockbuster fast x <sighs> aka fast 10 comes out i think we're gonna have a very fun guest always hesitant to say uh because is it vin of, diesel uh, don't tell me it's it's family man uh um, are we gonna are we gonna watch fast x on 10x speed live no. on the podcast no because the movie theater will yell at me for uh for asking to speed if we're up the changing movie. the front yeah, the run. for the yeah. entire audience you know what i'm gonna say because this person messaged me i was like I love the Fast and the Furious movies. I am currently making my way through all the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm currently on. I finished Fast and Furious 6. So I, I have technically three more. Um, I might try to watch Hobbs and Shaw, but maybe not. Um, you don't but, need to. I saw that. But Jason Reed is a huge Fast and Furious fan. And and wow. hopefully um, all things go well. We'll be joining us on the pod for Fast x fast 10 your seat belts for that movie I'm oh, oh grace they should, they should 10 out of 10x thanks thanks um all right we'll be back next week with more movie coverage hopefully joined by jason reed to talk about ca car movies just sterling's um, least favorite thing um yeah, anyway we'll be back yeah until then i'm grace that's ariel and we are pushing recaps theater.